Hey, I'm Des. And I'm Christy. And this is Woozy Here Podcast. Where we give our running commentary over our favorite and least favorite scenes from horror movies. At the end of every episode, we will be giving our own one to five scale on how much we enjoyed the film that we like to call the Woozy Scale. We rate it using one to five knives, one being the least and five being the most that we liked the film. Today's movie is Beetlejuice, 1988. It was directed by Tim Burton and written by Michael McDowell, Larry Wilson, and Warren Skarin. This movie is starring Alec Baldwin as Adam, Gina Davis as Barbara, Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice, Catherine O'Hara as Delia Dietz, Jeffrey Jones as Charles Dietz, Winona Ryder as Lydia Dietz, and Glenn Shaddix as Otho. This movie has an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb. So go to the hardware store and hold on to your handbook as, as we, we perform, perform a bio-exorcism bio on this episode. This is a very special episode of Woozy here because it's our very own Dez's birthday! Yay! <laughs> For this episode, we decided to talk about one of her very favorite movies of the horror comedy subgenre. Des, tell us a birthday wish. A birthday wish of mine right now? Yes, right now. Um, I really want to go to like a crazy murder mystery party. Ooh, nice. That's like one of my birthday wishes. That sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds really fun. That would be sick. Nice. Like one that you like dress up and everything and oh like, my gosh, yes. do all the like, go like through the full cool thing. stuff. Yeah. But I want it to be like a, like a 1920s style one. Oh, nice. That'd be, cool. That'd be fun. Like great Gatsby, but a murder mystery. Yes. Nice. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Be sick. That's very cool. <laughs> well, make sure to head to our Instagram and TikTok to wish Des a very happy birthday. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time for some ghoulies trivia. All right. Birthday girl, you get to go second this time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good to me. This 1931 movie features the classic line, it's alive, it's alive. Frankenstein. Yes. <laughs> yes. In Friday the 13th, part two, what does Jason Voorhees wear as his mask? A burlap sack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, a burlap sack. <laughs> a burlap sack. Yeah, he wears it with the eyes like cut out of it. <laughs> oh, wait. oh, that's so funny. <laughs> okay. What horror franchise centers around a group of survivors who escape death and are killed one by one in freak accidents? Oh, wait. Final Destination? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that movie's terrifying. I cannot drive behind oh, me neither. anything with, like, the poles. Mm -mm. And that whole, like, TikTok trend that's going around right now about, like, the lady on the plane from DFW. Oh, my God. It freaks me out. I was like, I've seen Final Destination. I'm getting off that fucking plane. And that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I'm I would gone. be having a panic attack the like, whole flight. Let's go, Kyle. I'd You're be like, right. Come on. We out. We <laughs> out. Peace. See you guys. Peace. All right. Good Ash, Bad Ash, I'm the Guy with the Gun, name the movie. I think it's Army of Darkness. That's correct. Yes. Army of Darkness. Heck yeah. Very nice. All right. That's all we got for <laughs> Ghoulies Trivia today. Time to get into our opening scene. Okay. We're in our opening scene. Yeah. We're seeing some credits. It's and kind the, of like a drone shot. 
Well, and before this is like the Beetlejuice title card, which I think is super dope. It's so good. And the way that they do it in the beginning of it is so cool. Yeah. I love the song that they use, like the little hint. Me too. <laughs> it was so funny. I started watching this and, you know, um, of course, like everyone loves Beetlejuice. Yeah. But my husband was upstairs and he was playing video games and he could hear me downstairs. He's like, Wait a minute. Are you watching Beetlejuice? Are you watching Beetlejuice? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, without me? And I was like, okay, I'll wait. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's like I told you, little one was like, I want to watch it. Yes. <laughs> and so we're, uh, yeah, we're just seeing we're just this cute little town. Yeah. Panning over this really cute little town. With the music. Yeah, the classic <laughs> Beetlejuice music. I love that music. I love it. This music is like just Halloween time to me. Oh, yeah. And you know, I don't know why, because I've seen Beetlejuice so many times, but every time I rewatch it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this takes place in Connecticut. Like, yes. I forget every time, <laughs> and I don't know how. I think it's just because it's not like a huge plot point of it. Yeah, that's probably, probably. true. I read something saying that, like, the people in the town were really worried that this filming here was going to be, like, a huge disruption. Oh, really? But everyone ended up loving everyone. They're like, the cast is so kind. When I think they're... Um they're filming Beetlejuice 2 right now. Yes. Like I in the same area. That. Yeah. That's so cool. In the same area. And I think they were building the house and everything. Right. And I think the house architect architecture is just like so unique. Oh, so unique. Very oh, Tim Burton style. I love of course. It. I love Tim Burton. Me too. But this freaking spider I don't love. <laughs> it's like a tarantula. Yeah. This big ass spider is on here. And Adam's like, oh, look at Adam just spider. scoops it up. He's like, you're cool. And I'm like, why do you have spiders that big in your house? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. I love Adam's outfit in this, though. The black and white checkered shirt. Yes. Very iconic. And he goes running to let him out. And then he just yeets the spider. And then he says, Boop. farewell. <laughs> and it's like, Cole, you didn't just throw him from the attic window. <laughs> I know. Couldn't have let him crawl down the side the of the house. The spider said, holy crap. <laughs> Here I go. Adam's checking out his model of the town. Oh, yeah. And we figured Barbara comes in. We figured out that the uh, beginning credits, like the scene and stuff, was the model. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes. I forgot to say that. Duh. Yeah, but uh, Barbara and Adam are just talk chit-chatting, talking. Yeah. I think it's their anniversary. Yes. And so they're giving each other like um, vacation presents is what yeah. they call them. So they're like, here you go. Even though they're having like a staycation because they're just staying at the house and everything. But yeah, it's really cute. They just want to like remodel the home. The phone rings. Barbara's like, I'll go get it. And then Adam's like, nah, let me kiss you. And he's like, go get it. And he pulls her back. <laughs> they're a cute little couple. They are cute. And so she's like, maybe you should go get it. And then she pulls <laughs> him back. <laughs> Very cute. Such a young Alec Baldwin. Dude, yeah, he is so young in this. And of course, a young Gina Davis, too. Dude, it's so crazy though. Like, any most of the stuff I've seen Alec Baldwin in, he like looks older. older. Yeah, yeah. He did not have a ton of like younger starring roles, from what I know, anyway. They come running down the stairs because Jane, Jane the realtor, Butterfield's is here. There. <laughs> She's really trying to sell their house, and they're like, "No, we're good. We like it here." Well, and the way that they, um, the way that they do their house, though, I'm not a huge fan. It's like farm. Yeah, farm like homey vibes, which is cool, but like the outside doesn't match the inside at all. And then, yeah, she's like, it's six forty-five in the morning, and I'm like, Barbara, you're on vacation. Yeah, why are you up at six forty-five in the morning? Right. <laughs> and she was doing dishes. You are crazy. She's got that little apron thing on. 
But I think it's some BS that Jane's like, you should sell this house. It's too big for you. Like, it is so rude. Yeah, you should have a couple, couple with, kids. with kids. And like, Barbara, and by the look on her face, obviously. Yeah, you can see like she wants kids yeah. or maybe they've been trying. Like, you don't know anybody's situation. Don't assume Jane Butterfield. Yeah, Jane, you don't know what the heck's going on. Least likable character ever. I don't know about ever, but in this, yes. In this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said what I said. I said what I said. I meant it. I meant it. Because look at her. She's terrifying. And then, yeah, she goes and messes with Adam and she's like, hey. He's like, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Adam is down in the basement still. He's going to go to the hardware store to get something for the model. That house she's is like, so okay, cool. I'll come with you. If that was a real house, I would want to live in it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I wish that Texas had more basements. Yeah, Texas has no basements. Like, why not? It gets too hot, I guess. There's like so many tornadoes. Yeah, that's true. Well, they have like cellars for that. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's, I think it's too hot for basements here. Yeah, I could see it. But yeah, so Barbara and They're Adam are going to the, to the hardware, hardware store. store. Yeah. And Barbara was telling Adam what Jane said. And she, he was like, well, I don't think that's any of her business. And I was like, I fully fucking agree, Adam. Right. It really is not Screw her Jane. business. Yeah. <laughs> you go. We love a supportive husband. So they are on their way to the hardware store. And there's, <laughs> the, there's a little dog. Yeah. They're waving to their little friendly neighbors. There's a little fire, little fire station. And then there's Maitland Hardware. Maitland. The um, barber is out there asking if he needs a haircut. Yeah, and I, I think it's so funny because Adam goes inside and he's and the barber's just like talking. Yeah, just like, he's yeah, just you still chit chat. That foundation was built in 18, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. There apparently was an alternate ending filmed where the barber was sitting next to Beetlejuice on the couch in the <gasps> afterlife. What? Yeah. And then they were like, is that mean? That's probably mean. That's probably mean. Well, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, look, he's being ignored right now. I know. So you don't need to kill him so off, So I would too. think that it would just be, like, sad. Yeah, if you're like, okay, bye, Barber. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> glad that he did not end up dying. Well, especially since it kind of seems like some weird shit happens in the afterlife. Oh, yeah, for sure. Adam's like, wouldn't you have rather gone to Jamaica's? And Barbara's like, no, there's no place I like home. home. And then the, the dog from earlier. Dog, yeah. yeah. Kind of crosses their path. So they have to swerve and they swerve through like a kind of barn covering on a bridge. And the dog's like the only thing holding it up. Yeah. The and dog in like, the no. car is somehow like balancing this beam. The dark dog leaves the car. Falls Which I was like, water. that's a heavy ass dog. Right. <laughs> a little chunky. So they fall into the water and it is now presumed that they are dead, dead, yeah. they drown in or at least injured. Right. And that's pretty much the end of the opening scene. I yeah. believe pretty crazy. You just don't really know what has transpired happened quite yet. Yeah. Not yet. On to our first favorite scene. They are going into the afterlife for the first time. So they finally did a little bit of research in their handbook mm -hmm. and figured out that they could draw <laughs> a door and get into the afterlife and get in there. And it's cool because as we go in, we kind of see like how everyone has died, died. Like we get a little glimpse of like what we think, you know, how each they person might have died. kind of died. Right. So we see someone with like a bone stuck in their throat, mm -hmm. um, a magician's assistant who was sawed like in half. Sawed in half. Um, I think that Tiki, that one guy just got his head shrunk or something. I don't know what the yeah. whole explanation for that one is. Shrunken head, some kind of, some kind of like spell put on him yeah. or something. But this is whenever we meet like Miss Argentina and she's talking to Barbara and Adam and 
he's and Miss Argentina is like, wow, so you're going to use up your visits way too quick because uh, you only get like a certain amount. You spend right. 125 years on Earth and you only get like three class one interactions with Juno, which is like their case manager yeah but in the afterlife and miss argentina is like i bet you haven't even looked at the freaking handbook huh you're right they're like who's juno and it's like for Um, real like they should have read the book before they tried to come in here uh definitely and it looks like this guy got eaten by a or got (laughs) by a a rattlesnake rattlesnake. this guy's got a shark on his leg (laughs) (laughs) and in the mean in the meantime lydia finally gets into the attic because she's been trying to get in there for a little bit she knows something's up yeah her spooky senses are tingling yeah so she gets in there while they're like visiting the afterlife she sees the model and she's like something is going on here someone's living up here her vibes i know dude winona Ryder in this is awesome you know we share the same birthday <gasps> for real yes oh my gosh I i'm honored that. i'm honored <laughs> i just like how spooky she is she's so spooky just like there's so many scenes where she <laughs> she's just like death <laughs> like <laughs> i love it and barbara and adam believe in this handbook for the recently deceased out literally everywhere yes mocktail plug by the way Mocktail for the recently deceased, which is immune melon drink, club soda, and a cucumber garnish. It's delish. (laughs) (laughs) And then we come back to the afterlife, and we kind of saw like this guy completely covered with like ashes and stuff. So, smoking up another cigarette, right? Sparking up another one. So, we think he died in a fire can't can't drop the habit he's got his handbook he does everybody around them has their handbook but them and miss argentina is explaining that this is what happens whenever this person dies this is what happens when they die it's all very personal right and i love when she says if i knew then what i know now i wouldn't have had my little little accident accident. and then she shows her wrist rough which is kind of sad but like very sad but you know of course i think it's at in the dinner party scene where they say like everyone who is taking their own lives go on to be public servants yeah they're like civil servants in the afterlife so right which yeah, is the same so, reason like juno has like the slit mm-hmm. on her throat and so everyone that's in there like yeah the the guy that takes them to juno clearly like put himself in front of like a car or mm-hmm. something i forgot what hers was i think she like poisoned herself or something maybe but look there's no mirrors <laughs> so the guy is like flattened out <laughs> and i love that he says thanks i've been feeling a little flat <laughs> <laughs> so silly I like that they're like, there's like just skeletons in there, just typing just away. Just typing up. They're like, they must have been there for a while. Oh, yeah. So they're kind of looking into some of the rooms, and um, a janitor kind of sees that they're peeking in, and he's like, that's for the lost souls. The lost souls. Poor devils. Yeah. And, and he's like, it's like, all in the handbook. And they're like, dang, we really should have been yeah. reading that handbook. They're like, we really should have read that handbook, even though we said that it was like, it read like stereo instructions. Right. They walk into door six. It's their house, but it's been obviously all remodeled. Like completely remodeled, yeah. And Barbara's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and that's, of course, because the Dietzes are now in there. Yeah. And they've got their crazy art all up. Their and sculptures. Adam's like, we're home. And she's like, but everything is different. And it's like, how long were we gone? Right. They have no idea how much time has actually passed. And they're still waiting to meet Juno. They have yet to meet her. Yeah, so, so they're they still say, very confused. How long have we been gone? And Juno pops up and she's like, three months. And she was like, I'd almost given up on you. I was about to leave. She explains that, yeah, she's their, the caseworker deciding, like, 
what kind of help they're going to need. And Barbara's like, we're very unhappy. And it's like, well, yeah, what do you expect? Like, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah. (laughs) Of course, you're not going to be happy. And they're basically, they're pretty much just explaining to Juno that they want the Dietzes out. And like, how can they get it like that? Because they want it more like the way it used to be. Right. And like, if they, they would rather have people that like were kind of similar to them to live there. Yes. Uh, which obviously the Dietzes are like the complete opposite. He's saying like, you need to haunt them. Get them out. It's your house. Yeah. Do it yourselves. Like, yeah, just do it yourself, bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hair your faces off. Do what you need to do. It's so interesting to me that Michael McDowell, um, like his original script was much darker, but whenever it was rewritten by like Larry Wilson and William Scarron, they kind of like changed it a little bit to make it a little bit funnier. Mm. Uh, because in the original one, like the original writing, um, it had kind of like rape and like murder. Oh, and God. like the Maitland's crash was going to be like really gruesome. Wow. Um, but they, yeah, they kind of reworked it and changed it a bit. <laughs> How interesting. That could have been such a different it movie. It would have been a completely different movie. Yeah. I'm glad they went this way. Yeah, me too. Because it's much more, obviously, lighthearted. Like yeah. It's Beetlejuice wouldn't have been really what comedy. it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is where she starts, ex- Juno starts explaining that Beetlejuice was her, her like, assistant and everything. Right. And now he's, like, freelance and he's a he's, freelance bio he's trouble, essentially, is what she's saying. She's like, don't get involved with him. You're going to regret it. Apparently, it was going to be explained in the film that he had hanged himself um, like because he was heartbroken, but they didn't mm. actually explain. I always it. kind of wondered why he died or how he died. I mean, so she's saying like it might be tempting to use Beetlejuice, but do not. So like remove the deets as yourselves, right? And then Adam's like, well, what do we do if we need to contact you? And Juno just <laughs> and like disappears. disappears. She said, well, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I love Juno. And then Barbara's like, this is well, he's in our cemetery and all this stuff. So right, so now they got to keep gotta it simple. Out what to do? And then they start walking out of the room, and I think that's kind of the end of favorite scene number one yeah that pretty much ends it there okay we are now in our second favorite scene this is the dinner party yeah scene. the iconic dinner party scene there's shrimp cocktails they got shrimp cocktails and delia's like hey how do you like my sculptures and right. stuff because i think that's her agent yeah showing off her sculptures to her friends and, and then this Otho is, yeah, has the line that's where he says like in the afterlife people that commit suicide become civil servants civil servants and they're like, oh, I didn't realize you were so into the supernatural, yeah. Otho. And then he's like, like after my stint with the theater. Right. <laughs> I was one of the New York's like paranormal investigators or whatever. Right. I oh, love that part where he implies so that savage. she's a witch yeah. or like a witch bitch. So savage. Those shrimps look ridiculous. I mean, they look insane. They're huge and just like red at the yeah. top. Lydia drops that she's seen some ghosts mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, that's so silly, Lydia. No, she's you like, haven't. This place is haunted. She's like, no, really? Like, I have seen them. What's cool is that Angelica Houston was actually almost Delia Dietz, but she had to cancel due to illness. And then Catherine O'Hara, she originally declined playing uh, Delia Dietz, but she changed her mind whenever Tim Burton flew out to meet her and actually convinced her. And what I think is even crazier is that fate intervened, basically, and Catherine O'Hara met and eventually married production designer Bo Welch while working on the film. What? So she, like, met her husband, like, through Beetlejuice. And she was about to not even take the film. Yeah, she was about to not even take the movie. That's so amazing. I love that. And Angelica Houston would have been amazing, but I love 
Catherine O'Hara. Oh, yeah. Just so good. Like, so well in this movie. Oh, yeah. She does amazing. You know, Michael Keaton was not going to be Beetlejuice. What? Originally. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Who was? Same thing. He met up with Tim Burton, and Tim Burton was like, no, you need to be Beetlejuice. Really? It was going to be Sam- Sammy Davis Jr. I thought that Michael Keaton just had, like, like he was convinced like that. No. Well, okay. So he was. Tim Burton was not. Oh, okay. Cool. Sorry. I, I said that backwards. Okay. So... Yeah, Michael Keaton really wanted to be Beetlejuice. He's like, this is weird. I don't understand what it's about, but yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. But originally, Tim Burton wanted Sammy Davis Jr. That would have been very interesting. Very, like, especially be cool. because he was like in his 60s or 70s yeah. at the time. Like, I mean, I could see it, but at the same time, like... It just would have been a different vibe. Michael Keaton just, oh my God, just He's is so, so good. Good, yeah. Like, I'm like, man, does he realize like how awesome he did? I hope he does because he really was incredible. Yeah. And I think this ended up being like Michael Keaton's favorite film he's ever done, which I mean, for, for a reason too, cause it's amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. So back to the dinner scene. Um, <laughs> Delia is like staring at Charles, like, please say do something. something, change the subject. So he starts giving a toast. Um, very pretentious toast yeah I'm talking about buildings and <laughs> hope your buildings whatever. go condo and otho is like lydia let's talk about ghost and she's like no i'm tired Daly of that. Is like no i would rather talk about and then she goes <laughs> <laughs> and then the best well maybe not the best but one of the best scenes yeah in the movie occurs i don't know i love this scene <laughs> Me so too. much they're like okay that's adorable you're having a little like moment and she's like no i'm like really not doing this and it makes me so happy everyone's like, laughing lydia's laughing because she's like what the hell and even charles is like what is going on yeah and she's like want to go home <laughs> she gets up and starts dancing and then this charles the starts best. dancing and he's like what the hell they start using their the other guests realize that they're like losing control of themselves as yeah well. and they're like what is going on there, there were some her. alternate titles to this movie including house ghost and scared sheetless a scared sheetless i did read that like tim burton said that as like a joke and right. then the studio was like hmm and he was like are you He's fucking like, kidding absolutely me absolutely not it's like i can't believe you it's like i was kidding i love this fucking part such a good coordinated dance seven foot eight foot punch <laughs> <laughs> they've all joined hands dancing around the table and i love that that they're not messing with lydia because lydia's like obviously a friend right they're like yeah you're cool it's these guys that we want out but they like start getting into it though like yeah they do hell yeah like look at (laughs) he's like yeah he's into it this is so funny that would just be the funniest thing in the world shaking their butts (laughs) (laughs) all right banana (laughs) and they sit back down and then like all of a sudden the shrimp cocktail hand like comes out and grabs grabs their faces pushes them all back i would be freaking the fuck out such a good scene they're like we did it we totally yeah. got him out Barbara of here and Adam are like yeah they're stoked and they're like let's watch them scatter and then like no one comes out it's <laughs> like yeah. any minute now they're like all right it's gonna happen but no they're all just thinking of like ways to make money off of yes. this oh you know what's kind of a sweet thing is like harry Belafonte's song deo which they do in that one uh, it's not only like the film's memorable like song and dance thing, but it was also the final song played at the memorial 
for oh. actor Gwen Shadix. Yeah, Shadix. Shadix. Who is Otho? Yeah, who played Otho in the film. Oh. Um, he passed away sadly in 2010. Wow. But it was the final song that played, and I just think that's kind of sweet. That's very sweet, actually. <laughs> that concludes yeah. our second favorite scene. On to our third favorite scene. They've been called back into the afterlife to meet with Juno. Because Juno's like, you fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. Like, you do need my help. She's I lied. like, get in here, both of you. Really thought you could do it, but this is not a good idea. And it's idea. so funny. She's like, the whorehouse was my idea. I, I needed Beetlejuice gone. Why did you call him in the first yeah. place? I told you not to. You let Be- Beetle guys. They say Beetle guys most of the time. Yeah. And then it said, let um, Otho take the handbook, too. And right. they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, because you guys like are so just nonchalant and like yeah. leave the handbook Leaving out your everywhere. handbook around. So now it's like proof that they exist somewhere. And like, it's so funny because these um, football players like think that she's their coach. <laughs> I know, I love coach. it. And she's just like annoyed, like they're toddlers or and something. And they're like, hey coach. And she's like, I'm not your fucking coach. <laughs> she's like, go downstairs, leave me alone. Behind Adam and Barbara in the scene are like just some ghouls looking on and apparently it was kind of like a a meta moment to be like oh this is kind of like people watching this movie in a movie theater oh they're watching you watching this movie that's cool i know so it's kind of like a a meta thing and also like a ghosts are everywhere kind of feeling yeah i like that little creep factor so after that we see that like um delia and charles are just sitting outside chilling which I think that's kind of a cute little area that they've got there. Yeah, that's probably like the only part of the renovation I really like. Yeah. And this is like the most normal we've seen Delia look throughout this movie. Yeah, she's looking a lot more like her hair actually looks like an everyday person. Chill. Yeah. Yeah. But they're talking about how they don't think this is really the right environment for Lydia because there's like snakes, ghosts, like shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Otho's still hanging out. He yeah, was like, Otho's you've got to sell these ghosts. Like, Otho's like, I'm living here now. Yeah. But yeah, they're basically just talking about how what they need to do to get these ghosts to come out so that they can make money. Right, exactly. And Lydia's in her room being sad. And she I, says, I, I am alone. alone. And then she goes, no, I am utterly alone. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's kind of writing like a suicide I note. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of not sad, but a little bit sad, a little bit just teenage drama. Mm. By the time you, <laughs> you read, read this, this, I will be gone. Having jumped and she's like, no, no. Yeah. Plummeted <laughs> <Scratches> it out. <laughs> Having plummeted. Very dramatic. Off the winter river bridge. And so, yeah, so Juno's, we're back in the afterlife, and Juno's like, I don't care what it takes, you get the deetses out of there right now. Right, and they're like, So they're okay. like, okay, and Juno's like, wait a minute, what are you actually like, going you, to do? Right, what's your plan? Dude, I love this part. Like, I've always wanted to recreate these for Halloween. Oh, yeah. But they're so hard. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, That's, like, almost impossible. I want to get these tattooed on me, too, so bad. That would be awesome. But it's the part where so they, iconic. like, change their faces and stuff. So Adam, like, elongates his face yes. and pulls his eyes out of his freaking face and then multiplies his eyeballs and puts them all on his fingers. So amazing. And Juno's like, not bad, not bad. <laughs> now you. And Barbara's like, okay, um, hmm. What am I going to do? Her eyes roll back into her head. And she, she like, looks her eyeballs out. There. 
opens, opens her, her mouth. Uh, eyeballs come out on the tongue. It looks so cool. I love when he puts his eyeballs in his glasses he to can't see, see her. <laughs> it's understandable. So it's understandable why makeup artists V. Neal, Steve Laporte, and Robert Short won the 1989 Academy Award for Best Makeup. Whenever you see like these, I mean, yeah, that's these kinds of effects. Impressive. It's crazy. The afterlife time, like parts are so good to me. So good. Very, very impressive. Beetlejuice also was only given $15 million and for like a budget total. What? Yes. And only 1 million of that was allotted to special effects. Are you kidding me? Right. And so that's why they did a lot of stop motion as well. Cause they it was much so cheaper. Good. Yeah. And Tim Burton is kind of known He's for like for stop, stop motion. motion. Yeah, yeah, of course. Which I think also which gives is it just great. like the style that it has anyway. Yeah. So I can hardly imagine it like not being that way. That's true. Yeah. And it's crazy to me also that this was one of the first DVDs that was sent out by Netflix in 1998. And yes, you are hearing that right for anyone that doesn't know that Netflix used to send out DVDs. <laughs> I remember whenever um, I used to get DVDs of Netflix in oh, the mail. Yeah. yeah. And I was always like, Mom, can I can I order Netflix? That's how Netflix started. Yep, that's showing our age. Yeah, um, it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was like Netflix to like to the mailbox and then there was Redbox. Yeah, Redbox is still still around. Is it really? Yeah, it's still around, but it's just like you know Very it makes me so sad out. though because family videos shut down like Ugh, all of them that's so sad and i used to like love going to a blockbuster yeah picking out a movie or hastings my dad used to take me to um my dad used to take me to family video like all the time kind of recently but yeah then they started shutting them down and i was like you sons of bitches why'd they do that <laughs> to us so that rude. was that was like our favorite thing to do of course it's a great pastime i think that's it for our, our favorite third scene, favorite number three. Theme. On to our fourth favorite scene. We have Lydia, who is now kind of begging for Beetlejuice's help mm -hmm. because Adam and Barbara have been summoned downstairs. The Dietzes found a way to get them to come out, which was finding something that was personal to them, which ended up being their wedding dress and wedding tuxedo. And they're kind of like taking their souls yeah, now they're and they're like going to become them up. right like dried little raisins <laughs> and dried little raisins <laughs> and they're going to turn them into like the soulless people. Yeah, like the lost souls. Right. Yeah. Sad so, day. So Lydia's like, tell me what your name is so you can please help them. Yeah. We see Beetlejuice in his iconic striped suit. Yes. And he's like, OK, but of course you've got to <laughs> do something for me. And he, and he says, I'm what you call an illegal alien. He <laughs> said, I went out for good. But and to do said, that, we've got to get married. Yeah. And he said, come to think of it, I don't have any rules. <laughs> so she's like, uh, okay, I guess if I have to, I'll marry you just to save them because I love them so much. You get the most eligible bachelor in Valentino. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that the movie is named after Beetlejuice and he only has 18 minutes of screen time. Yeah. I think it's crazy. In the whole movie. Yeah. But his scenes are so great. Like oh, every yeah. scene he comes into. Well, and apparently there was actually less Beetlejuice and they what? ended up filming like the last scene where he like turns into like the, the like carnival one thing. woman. Yeah. Like one man amusement park yeah. type thing um, because he tested so well with audiences. And yeah. Like, we want more Beetlejuice. Yeah, we do. But originally there was even less of him because Michael Keaton does such a good job. Oh, I'm so excited job. to see how he is in this in the second one. Michael Keaton said in an interview that he was channeling 
um, <laughs> some Chop Top from the Chainsaw oh, Massacre yeah. 2. And I was like, oh, I could totally I could see, see that. that. Yeah. And I, yeah, he turns into this one man amusement park yeah. and comes out in his awesome striped suit. I felt good about myself. You know what I mean? So <laughs> <laughs> there's a little Jack Skellington at the top of the tent hat. <gasps> yeah. Oh it's that a little, may, a little hint to what's that's coming. Cute. And of course he's got the bad ears and his next movie was Batman. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. So very interesting. That's so crazy to me. And it's cool because so a Beetlejuice uh, sequel is in the works as we know, like yes. as I've talked about. Yes. Uh, but it was supposed to happen in 1990, but Burton uh, Burton was responsible for Batman at the time. Uh, so now we have writer Keaton O'Hara and Tim Burton returning, along with adding Jenna Ortega, William Defoe, and Monica Bellucci. Belushi. That's so exciting. Yeah, it's pretty I exciting. I cannot wait. And I've seen, like, TikToks of people being like, yeah, we, you know, I'm. it's being built. Like, and oh they, like, God. showed it being it's built. It's happening. That is definitely a sequel we're going to have to do oh, when it yeah, comes out. 100%. So Beetlejuice is like jumping on Otho and he's like something around about round boy. and <laughs> Yeah. Just really trying to like freak everyone out yeah. basically doing his job of the bio. I mean, he changed exorcist. Otho into like a baby blue like pastel suit and Otho like screams because he's not in black. So ridiculous. Which I mean, understandably. Yeah. Understandable. Honestly, probably would do the same thing. And Beetlejuice comes over and starts hugging like Lydia and Delia and Charles. He's like, mom, dad. Yeah. Because they don't know that Lydia's agreed to get married to him. Yeah. A lot of the makeup and like design as far as Beetlejuice goes was Michael Keaton's idea really tim burton was like i want you to tell me what you think this character would be like i love and he it. designed like the moldy face the crazy hair i love that michael Hell keaton yeah, just seems michael like keaton. such a cool dude honestly well and also what's cool is that he ad-libbed like 90 percent of his lines yes that's amazing and i'm like so you are beetlejuice like yeah. you are him he really is you can slowly see the maitlands coming back to life and they're trying to help and, like, tell Lydia not to do yeah. this. And I think they're trying to get rid of him, too. So they're like, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, yeah. Beetlejuice. Like, they're trying to say his name. Right. And everything kind of... All the sculptures and stuff start coming to life. Right. See the holes in the roof from where the other couple flew out of? Because <laughs> you can assume they're dead. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was know. like, where'd they go? Fireplace turns super creepy and then a little alien man yeah, walks a little out alien like <laughs> priest i guess yeah <laughs> or officiant and he's like all right let's just get to the i do's lydia's iconic red dress oh, it's so nobody good. says the b word because <laughs> he almost said beetlejuice beetlejuice <laughs> right i don't know it's a big decision oh my gosh this part is so good <laughs> i always said if i overdid it i was gonna, gonna do, do it, it once, once. <laughs> no and then she tries to say his name he covers up her mouth and it's so funny because he's like i'll answer for i'm lydia deets and i'm of sound mind with her mouth with yeah. her voice coming out of his mouth <laughs> the man next to me is the one i want <laughs> <laughs> the maitlands are fully back to themselves adam tries to say beetlejuice and he snaps his teeth out of his mouth uh, and they look so gross so gross ground. And, and Delia and Charles are like stuck in the statue too. <laughs> right. I love the little dance that Beetlejuice does. The little tap dance around the, the teeth. And of course we see Beetlejuice's name spelt very different. Yeah. On like his headstone and other places like that. Apparently the reason for that was they were like, you know what? 
people are just kind of stupid and they're not going to know how to pronounce this. Beetle so guys. let's just pronounce it beetle juice. Oh yeah. And just like get it over with, <laughs> which is why, why it's that on like the movie posters, all the title cards mm-hmm. and ended up being the name of the movie. Well, and also Beetlejuice was named for Beetlegeist, who, which is a star in the uh, constellation Orion. That's so, so awesome. That's pretty dope. And he is the brightest star of this movie. He is. <laughs> I love everyone, but Beetlejuice is my man. I mean, yeah. Even though he's a fucking menace. <laughs> They're back in the sandworm land. He transported Adam Barbara is, there. Yeah. Oh, well, Adam's back in the display. My bad. Yeah. She meant nothing to me. <laughs> it was so creepy. He pulls, pulls a out finger. a finger with a ring on it. Lydia's just like, what the hell? That little happening? toy car is so it's funny. so cute. Adam is coming for Beetlejuice, crashes into his foot, <laughs> which does a pretty big damage for a little truck. Yeah, And then a real. sandworm comes in and Barbara's riding it. That's so, so awesome. cool. She tamed the sandworm. Yeah, she did. And the sandworm eats Beetlejuice. And he falls through. And Lydia, like, throws her hat or whatever, or her bouquet. Yeah, into down that into the land. sandworm land. And, I, and so Charles like, and Delia um, can finally see Barbara and Adam because they had summoned her, them. Right. Which, if I, were, if I were Barb and Adam, I'd be like, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. They're way nicer you than I would have been. You guys were trying to, like, kill me again. Right. So audiences actually made the happier ending possible for Beetlejuice. Because uh, he was originally supposed to be stuck in the Maitland's model and then plagued by sandworms. But instead, he just goes to the afterlife and has to wait like a million years to finally get like <laughs> to be seen. some help. Yeah. That's pretty cute, actually, because he is pretty despicable. And the yeah. fact that audiences still wanted to see him get a happy audiences ending. Audiences still wanted him to have like a little little happiness. That's you really know? nice. <laughs> and that ends our fourth favorite scene. So we have decided that for the birthday episodes, instead of having one least favorite scene, now we'll just have a bonus favorite scene. <laughs> yes. So no least favorite scenes in birthday episodes. Because nope. they're always going to be a, a movie that we love. That we love so much that it's, yeah, there's... It's nearly impossible for us to pick a least favorite scene in these movies. Yeah, I pretty much can't really pick one, like a least favorite scene from this movie. Right. I it just would, love it too much. It would be done with very clouded judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the fact of, okay, I have to pick a least favorite scene. Right. This, like, bonus favorite scene, I guess, is pro- is the first time that Barbara and Adam kind of encounter Beetlejuice. Yeah. Uh, and so, so we kind of see, like, a little light flash in the model uh, in the cemetery. And Barbara, Barbara points it out to Adam and is like, hey, look. She's like, what is that? <laughs> and Adam's like, it's him. It's Beetle, Beetle Geist or... Right, Beetlejuice. And so he's like, all right, say it, Barbara. Yeah, he's like, go ahead. And she says it it once. And now they're transported inside the model. And they're like, oh, my God, we're in the model. I think we're in the model. And then there's that great headstone that says, here lies Beetlejuice. With a flashing sign that says Beetlejuice. Do you really? tombstone, yeah. That's awesome. We put it out during Halloween. That's great. And a shovel next to it. He's ready to be dug up. I wish I had it literally out all the time, though. That'd be great. You might as well. But I don't. We could always put it. Oh, that's true. In the pod lab. So Barbara and Adam are like, okay, looks like we dig. Like, yeah. dig it up. Dig it on out. Don't dig it. <laughs> dig it up on. on. I love holes. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great movie. So they are like, okay, cool. Let's start digging. 
I love that it's Which like, I'm like just like cardboard and cork. Yeah, I'm like, like you could you pick that just up. Picked that up. It would have taken so much less time. And they're like, instead, let's dig. Right. Which this is a very detailed model that Adam has created. Yeah, it is. Like very the time, detailed. The time. And they're like, all right, we found it. Here he is. Yeah, and Barbara's like, finally. The coffin. They see it. And Adam's like, I have to say we open it. And Barbara's like, I think we should, we should knock, knock first. <laughs> and then it starts moving. So you know he's coming out. Yeah. They're like, get the fuck out. Get out. And here comes Beetlejuice. Out. And he's like, someone let me out. Hell yeah. Now, of course, Beetlejuice says like he's done a million different things in his lifetime. Yeah. You really don't know like what time period he was from. The tour guide hat is pretty much the only glimpse we have of like maybe what his past life was. You know, I dressed up as Guide Beetlejuice, like, how many years ago? I want to say, like, five years ago. That's right. I remember yeah. you doing that. When my that. hair was green. Yes. Yeah. So good. It was so good. I need to do it again. We need coordinated Halloween outfits this year. Yeah, we do. We'll figure that out. Yeah. To be determined. So, yeah, Beetlejuice is like, all right, who do I need to kill? <laughs> He's like, hold Barbara's this for like, me. What the hell have we gotten ourselves into? He's like, possession, <sighs> learn how to throw your voice, fool your friends, fun at parties. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, we really just want to get some people out of our house. And he's like, all right, let me tell you what to do. I got to get to know you, though. Let I'm me move in for closer. a while, get to be friends, you know. Save that guy for later. <laughs> and he's like, OK, we have some questions for you. What are your qualifications? It's like, well, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of Harvard Business School. Right. I so, lived through the Black Plague. See, and that's where his story gets very, yeah. like, inconsistent. How could he be in Harvard and also live through the Black Plague? I've seen The Exorcist 160 times, and it keeps getting funnier every time I see it. That's hilarious. <laughs> can you be scary, he asks. <laughs> He's like, oh, um, yeah, I can be scary. And then he makes his face, like... <laughs> open up with snakes or something like yeah weird shit i don't know what that was i don't know very the thing of him and though yeah for all and they're like let's talk about this real quick and she was like i think we need to go and he's over here trying to look up barbara's skirt he is being such a, a creep he's like what right <laughs> he's like please don't go and then he changes into adam's Come outfit on, we're simpatico look, look at, at us, us. We shop at the same store. I love his little beer belly. I know. <laughs> <laughs> then he like feels up Barbara though. I know. Like, He's such a creep. He also feels up the um, magician cut in oh, half yeah. at the end of the movie. And that's actually was, I don't know if they're still together, but was Tim Burton's girlfriend at the time. Oh yeah. So he's filling up her leg. I don't think they're still together because he I mean, was married to Helena Bonham Carter oh, for like a long time. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so definitely not still together. No. So Beetlejuice's head like flips around and shit, and he's like, "Don't you hate it when that happens?" <laughs> <laughs> Come up for a while. We'll talk inside. Come on. And he like runs off, and he's like, "Okay." He's like, "The place is a mess. Just don't, don't worry, worry about it." And Barbara and Adam are like, "Let's go." And so she's like, "Home, home, home." And she transports them out of the model. And Beetlejuice is like, "Hope you like Italian." And then he's like, "Where'd you go? <laughs> Where'd you go? Hey, where'd you go?" <laughs> And they're realizing why Juno was kind of recommending against yeah, Beetlejuice I at love this, this part, point. Because he says, you're a loser. And he's like, you're working with a professional. And he kicks over the tree. <laughs> and 
I love this part. He's like, nice fucking model. And he grabs his Oh junk. my God. He's and it's so disgusting. It's so funny because in that scene, he wasn't, it wasn't actually supposed to fall. So during the take, Keaton kicked the tree and then he ad-libbed like the nice fucking model part. No way. Uh, and then whenever, so that's whenever it fell over and he was saying it to the set designer. Like, oh who, my <laughs> who god messed it up. that's so, so funny so tim burton loved it so much and he left it in that's why it's in there that's amazing but i love that part that's and i so think that's good. i think that's the end of that's our it for our fifth favorite scene yeah, it's fifth weird favorite saying scene. that <laughs> all right time for our woozy scale woo woo and now it's time for our woozy scale. scale all right des birthday girl what do you give Beetlejuice. You already know. Of course I do. But tell me anyway. <laughs> it's a five out of five. Give me your reasons. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, I've been obsessed with this movie like since I can remember. Yeah. Um, I've I love the character of Beetlejuice, just how fucking off the wall he is. And He's Michael nuts. Keaton did such a good job with him, just all his all of his dialogue is just like zingers. Oh, and yeah. I think it's so funny that like ninety percent of it was just like him ad-libbing, like all of that. Right. Um, but I love Tim Burton. Like literally I've seen pretty much, I've seen, I think all of his movies, like, um, and I will continue to always watch them. Of course. But I like the way that Tim Burton like does his films too, because he does do a lot of like stop animation, like, you know, animation. Stop motion. Yeah, stop motion. And like the way, the colors that he does and stuff and just like the little creatures that he creates yeah uh, i just think it's so cool like the way that he does all that uh and just i don't know look, a look inside of his mind would be oh, like yeah. so cool like to interview him and be like hey man so like i'm just wondering like you know tell me right <laughs> tell me about your life <laughs> tell me about everything right um but yeah i mean like i said i just love this movie and you know that i'm obsessed oh, yeah. i my wallet literally is the recently deceased yes. thing yes um and i need tattoos of it like asap but <laughs> yeah i love all of it like the actors and actresses in this do such an amazing job just which with what they were given but also what they created right and it's just such a beautiful movie oh, <laughs> yeah that's awesome i just love it a lot <laughs> What about you, Christy? Um, I think I have to say a five out of five knives. Yeah. I just can't find much wrong with this movie. It's something where anytime it's on, I'm like, yeah, I could watch that. Mm -hmm. Like, just always. Anytime. It's beautiful. It's so <laughs> much fun to watch. It makes me laugh. It's extremely quotable. Mm -hmm. Like, there are so many lines from this movie that, I don't know, you can just say and everybody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, I love it. It does have really good merch, like you mentioned, like the the wallets, the purses, anything for the recently deceased, all that kind of stuff, handbooks, um, journals of it. Like there's so mm -hmm. much stuff you could get for it. So much fun. Makes great Halloween Literally decorations. It. Yeah. It's also just so unique. Like I can't really think of another movie quite like this one. I can't either. No. And I love the horror comedy subgenre as as a whole. Oh, me and too. Yeah, this has to be one of the best films in that genre. I know a lot of the time, like horror comedy is kind of looked down on, but yeah, I don't know why you can't look down like, on it's Beetlejuice. So good. You just can't. Yeah, I love it. I think it's a like pretty much a perfect movie. I think so too. And not only did we not want to find a fav least favorite scene because it's a birthday episode. But there's also really none. Yeah. I really could not find like, something I just disliked yeah, in this movie. Yeah, I was like, movie. I can't find anything that I would be like, okay, that's my least favorite right. part. Or needed to like be omitted or anything. Mm -hmm. I think it was like 
really from beginning to end, just a solid movie. I love it so much. Yeah. Five out of five nights for me as well. It's such a good one. Well, there's that. Happy birthday, Des. <laughs> Thanks. Let us know where you stand on your woozy scale. Comment on Instagram at woozy hair podcast or on TikTok at woozy hair podcast. We hope you guys had a good time. Thanks for listening. And, and don't, don't say, say his, his name, name three times. times.